Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you have kids or your friends have kids or you have nieces and nephews, you are going to love KiwiCo. KiwiCo has hands-on science and art projects that gives the gift that sparks curiosity and learning all year round. And if we know one thing about this year, it's that we are spending a lot more time at home. And KiwiCo gives such an awesome, creative, fun way to spend time together and to have your kids learn. So one of the projects that I absolutely love is called Geometric Candles. And why I love it is not only are you going to be making and molding candles, but it's so cool because you actually get to learn about it. I just want to read you something that comes in the brochure of the candles that you'll be making. It says, in the 13th century, candle makers were called chandlers and they would travel from house to house and make candles out of leftover kitchen fats that homeowners had been saving up just for that purpose. Those candles were very smoky. And as you can imagine, they smelled pretty awful. Eventually, people began making candles out of sweet-smelling beeswax, but only wealthy people could afford them. Modern candles are often made with plant materials like soy wax that comes in this crate. You guys, it goes on and on in this brochure, but I thought that that was so cool that you get to learn all of these really neat things. Not only do your kids learn it, but you get to learn it as well. So they have so many fun things that you can do together for the holidays that are going to give your kids an awesome experience at KiwiCo. So KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code Lori, L-O-R-I at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code Lori. Every human is a healer. Every single human is a healer. But some people aren't ready to own that yet. 
Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful that you tuned back in. My guest today is Taylor Simpson, and she's someone who has been in my circle, my friend's circle for a while now. And it's been so much fun to watch her become so unapologetic about her gifts. And she is a spiritual expansion mentor, and she helps women transform their lives. She does this by helping them deepen their truth through healing their childhood wounds, uncovering hidden mindset blocks, and getting to the root of everything that's been holding them back to live the most abundant and aligned life. And I have been watching her do this for herself the past couple of years. And it has been so inspiring to me. She's the host of A Tailored Adventure for Happiness. She's the founder of The Abundant Life Experience, The Higher Self Mastermind, and Ascend, where women every day are stepping into their higher selves, which means calling in their desires effortlessly. And we could all use more of that. She's been featured in media outlets such as the Washington Post, Reader's Digest, and delivered trainings for world-class brands like Mary Kay. You guys, let's get started. Taylor, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're on the podcast. Yay! I'm so excited (laughs) to be here, Lori. I think we need to first talk about your recent adventures. Like we've both been (laughs) traveling around the country in an RV. Like what? what, Okay, tell me your experience. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we actually, funny story. We got the RV. I was like, okay, babe, next week, let's do a road trip to Colorado for my birthday. (laughs) We live in Washington, DC. And time is an illusion with me. And so I was like, yeah, it'll probably take like, are you ready for this? A day. I was like, yeah, babe, it'll take like a day to get to Colorado. He's from California. So he doesn't really know this side of the planet. And so it's about three days before we you know, get packed and ready to go. And he's like, okay, let's start to kind of map out what time we think we're going to get there. I'm like, yeah, it'll take eight to 10 hours is what I said. And I pull up MapQuest and I'm like, oh, oh, it's like a 24 hour track <laughs> in a car. And he's like, are you kidding me? Why did you? And so then we're like, it's okay, let's roll with it. So we get the RV, we plan it out. And as you know, um, six hours in, in on the road for mm-hmm. a car is about like 11 hours yep. in an RV. So our cute little one day trip to Colorado ended up being like a four day trip and learning. And we just bought the RV. So we learned <laughs> how to use a massive RV, RV pretty much across the country in mm. four days. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like it's, that is like, there are so many lessons that I had no idea about just like that, that oh I literally God. would ask Chris all the time. I'm like, how long will it take to get there? And he's like, mm, probably four days. I'm like, four days. What are we going to do for four days on the road? He's like, you have an RV. Like you just camp. I'm like, yeah, but I want to get to my destination. Like I, I had no idea. And you're, you're totally correct. We've, we've realized if all goes right in an RV, it is three hours of drive time. And you add, if it, if it's three hours in a car, if that's what the map, uh-huh. maps say, you add one hour for every three hours is what we do. So, and that's like, that's on a good day, right? Like that's like, everything's going right. Like things haven't broken down. And we all know because RVs are experiencing, like it's, it's like putting your house through a daily earthquake, like a nonstop 10 hour earthquake on the road. And then wondering why there's something wrong with your um, motorized oh my vehicle. God. So I'm yes. dying. I'm dying laughing because it, it's so true. When you're driving, everything's just like kind of like rattling mm-hmm. in the shelves, and you're just you're crossing your fingers that <laughs> nothing's shattering amongst those the the, the jittering. It is. Yep. It's a it's a fun 
wild, interesting experience. I can only imagine, like, I feel like I could just turn this whole podcast into asking like, what has come up for you and like what you've learned and seen. But what I really want to know is, has your fridge flung open yet? Like when you've gone around corners? Um, Absolutely. Because I forgot to lock it. So we've got a little lock on it. Oh yeah. Nope. This one time, everything just in our bathrooms across from it and the door kind of stays open on ours. It locks. (laughs) And oh yeah, all the, the sparkling water's just everywhere. So while we're driving, guess who went back to go clean it up and it's like banging her head on the walls. Yeah. And um, you get kind of oh, like yeah. car sick. It's, it's, oh. it's an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> like your, your food turns into a weapon, like yeah, at 10 so miles cool. per hour around a corner, you need to be very careful. <laughs> Sparkling water oh, is no God. joke. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's so crazy. So I want to, I want to know like, what is the one before we get into our other conversation? Yeah. Because yeah. I think it all, it's all, um, you know, connected. But with that said, what is something that really like opened your eyes from being on the road and like mm-hmm. kind of just being in an RV? Yeah, yeah, you you definitely actually said it. It was that looking f- to get to the destination and forgetting that the whole journey is a part of the mm-hmm. destination. And really it was just sitting in that you know how it is in the cockpit, like the, the massive windows. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first time riding in it and we, I think we'd hit maybe like Pennsylvania, just beautiful mountain range. I was kind of like doing some work and just looking to get the destination. And I, yep. and Johnny was like, look up. And I looked around and I was just like, oh my God, whoa, th- this is why we got the RV. Yeah, the campfires mm-hmm. and all that. Awesome. But this is why we got the RV. And it helped me really what a beautiful mirror and analogy to life, right? Is we're so focused sometimes on getting there to sit down, to set up camp, i.e. your business, your life, whatever that is. And that we miss the mountain range. We Mm -hmm. miss the beauty. And so I I really made like a true deep commitment moving forward that yes, while I'm going to get some work done on the road, I'm going to make sure to take time and smell the roses and look at the view and allow that to be a part of the adventure, which is just as magical as a destination. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And it's so, it's like a continual learning for me because every time I get in that seat, I'm like, well, this is like, this is what we're doing. We are Uh riding and like, this is it. This is, so this is, I like look at Chris. I'm like, so this is what we're doing. Like this is, we just <laughs> ride for weeks. <laughs> it's so true. And it makes it's me so just true. drop in to like, and it's weird because like four days later, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back to normal life because it's just like, yeah. so you, you're just constantly surrendering on the road. And I think it's really, yes. um, there's a freedom in that, that you're just like, well, wherever the wind, wind takes us, I guess that's what we're doing. So yeah, quite literally. Like what rest stop do we need to sleep at tonight? Because the RV that we were going to stop at is full. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, totally. <laughs> which is fun because then uh-huh. you're like, I'm in a parking lot sleeping. Uh-huh. Interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love one of my friends always says, um, she's like, you know, whenever anything is just like, you're not loving it or you don't like it or someone's acting a certain way. She just is like, make it fun. Make it interesting. (laughs) Like observe how interesting it is. (laughs) So whenever something would happen like in life or on the road, I'm like, this is very (sighs) interesting. (laughs) Always. That's my my favorite words. Interesting and curious. I'm like, this is going to be a curious experience that I'm going to learn from. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily something you would choose, but you get to (laughs) explore. Um, Okay. Amazing. So that's what we're going to do for some people today, because I love this topic that we're going to talk about, but for some people, they might need to be interested or they might Uh need to explore this. Um, And I know that this is a topic I actually love talking about because I started talking about or started really getting into chakras when I, um, years ago, when I was like having a lot of problems with my throat and I was Mm. really afraid to speak my truth. And I had come from a very religious background. And when I started to do public speaking and wanting to really share about what I was talking about, it was crazy because I was always in growing up, I was always sick with strep throat as well. Mm. So I had started exploring like what was going on because I had a lot of pain in my throat and I was like really afraid to speak my truth. Um, So that was kind of the exploration around some different things that I started looking into with that. Um, So I want to talk all about this if people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, But they may be familiar if they listen uh, to the podcast as well. But I know that this has been like a hot, like 
this has kind of like been on your heart. You've loved this topic yeah. lately. So definitely yeah. want to deep dive into why, into like how you got into it. Tell me a little bit about it and and let's also bring everyone with us. So if this is a conversation that's new to them, let's yeah. start there and explain what what we're talking about and what they all are. Yeah. So I love this. And, and, and chakras are such a beautiful thing when you look at them from a place of they're within your body and they're yours. And it really makes up who you truly are. And you can tangibly work with them in a energetic, physical, and scientific way. Um, I like to envision the chakras and I'll, I'll kind of, we'll go through each of them. I'm sure, but imagine that from your root, which um, is literally the root of your spine, perineum, and it's the little wheels, little wheels that just spin, spin, spin is the goal. You want them just to beautifully spin. And there's, they go up your body all the way to the top of your head. And it's like this, I envision this tube of, of air, of light, whatever you want to imagine you want it to just smoothly go up. And that's when you're in ease and flow and alignment because these wheels are allowing the air to move through because they're smooth. But if there is a chakra that has a little bit, I like to say a little bit of dirt on the wheel, a little, there's no grease on the wheel mm-hmm. um, due to some unresolved trauma, limiting beliefs, um, past life stuff, any of that, it starts to slow down the wheel. Therefore, as the air from the bottom chakra underneath of it tries to come up, it can't come all the way through. Maybe a little bit of the air squeaks by, which means then your upper, as you move up, the less and less the upper wheels get the light slash air. And which means that you're out of alignment and which could cause discomfort, which turns into dis-ease, which can turn into cancer. And so you see a lot of different um, cancer and discomforts and disease and and ailments in the chakra-related areas because the wheels are totally blocked, like completely stuck, covered with muck and dirt, um, and just haven't had that chance to free up and let that air move through. So that's kind of, I, I love a good analogy and a visual to explain those. And what got me into chakra work is really my my rock bottom moment. And I, I know so many people hit those rock bottoms um, and they can either wake us up or put us on a path of, of staying at that rock bottom state. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I hear this from so many people are like, yep, my rock bottom moment was this. And so mine was, I can remember like it was yesterday. It was about, oh gosh, eight, eight years ago at this point, I was sitting on the couch with my spoiler alert, my ex-husband. And I had just finished off a pint of Ben and Jerry's, a bottle of wine. I had just broken a vase due to an argument I had with him an hour prior, but we were just sitting on the couch watching some mind melting show that wasn't serving me. And mm-hmm. I had just this rage coursing through my body. And I was like, I was sitting with him and the, the ice cream and the wine and never feeling so alone. Mm like so alone, but I had everything. I had this house. I worked for the, for the government at the time, for the United Nations. I had my dream job. You know, I had my undergrad and my master's and these fancy degrees and, and the, you know, the perfect marriage and the perfect body and all of that. But really I had inside so much pent up resentment and anger and unhealed trauma from my childhood, from having a, a sexually and verbally abusive narcissistic father who was also a pastor. So you know how, you know, mm-hmm. that world, Lori. Yeah. And, and being bullied growing up, I was told I was too much, spoke too much. I dressed too weird, just too much. And so I formed myself to fit in with everyone, which I know I'm sure so many of the listeners can to- mm-hmm. totally remember that middle school and high school being bullied and trying to fit in. And I, I morphed, I did such a good job um, morphing in to just be accepted. Therefore, mm-hmm. at this point, at that age, being married, I had gone from about the age of probably 14 to then having no idea who I truly was, doing all the drugs in college, all the sex, all of the alcohol, and just completely out of touch. And I, I sat there. And I visioned myself pre-age about 14 and 
I saw her in her tutu and her onesie and covered in glitter and unicorns and rainbows. And I remember thinking, how, how did I get here? How did I let this anger build up in my body so much that I had anger issues? So the next day, I literally put myself into both anger management and Overeaters Anonymous because I realized I was addicted to food and just shoving down my feelings. Therefore, I had digestion issues, constipation Mm -hmm. issues, horrible periods, all of that. And that's what got me into self-development, which then I became obsessed with, okay, if I went from unicorn loving girl to this, how? Like what... What was blocking me from truly stepping into my truth? And that's where I became across the book, um, the, the Power of Now that woke me up and The Wheels of Life, which was all about chakras. And I read that book about a few months after I had my spiritual awakening and, and really accepted the responsibility that I created this life. I became just immersed in chakras and realized, oh, I see why I'm, I'm ungrounded. I see why, because of my father, I'm this way. And, and so it just became this ripple effect. Now, fast forward, it's, it's what I'm obsessed with helping other people uncover so they can turn their messy life, their messy childhood into, into their, their truth, into who they, they truly are. Mm. So good. Oh God, thank you so much for sharing that. I I relate to so many pieces of that story. And I know that so many people can you know, relate to parts of that for sure yeah. in their, in their own version, just to like make everybody, um, you know, uh, not, not aware, but just kind of around spiritual awakening. Like some people are waiting for a spiritual awakening because I think mm-hmm. they think it's going to be some like anointing or something like that. <laughs> and I think it's more just like, you know, I, I know for me, mine was kind of like, oh my God, an awareness, an awareness that I had the ability to um, take ownership and to do something different. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm trying to think back to, I think I had about 500 little (laughs) quake awakenings, (laughs) but, and I had a couple very large two by four awakenings. Um, But but for you, can you explain that to people just so they're like, because I I think people are waiting. Like I know for me in the, you know, I dove pretty deep into the spiritual world and I struggled with it a bit just in the beginning when I was like, am I not special? Because do I not, Mm -hmm. why can't I like hear voices or why can't Mm -hmm. I, why am I not getting this awakening? And looking back, (laughs) I'm like, we're all so in tune in different ways. So can you uh, share a little bit around that? I love this question so much, Lori. And it's, it's so true. We, we, we do see that. And I see that all the time in, in my community, girls, like I'm not ready to have Oracle deck because I don't know how to speak to my guides. And I'm like, oh no, 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 you are. And so, you know, no one's alone if they're feeling that right now whatsoever. And to me, a spiritual awakening is you you hit the head on it, Lori, of when you kind of just wake up and you look around and you just think, wait a minute, none of this feels like it's me. Mm. Like it was me 10 minutes ago, but all of a sudden my surroundings, maybe it's the people, your clothes, the books that you're reading, the TV you're watching, you're just kind of like, wait, this doesn't feel like me anymore. And you almost become like a, you feel like, like, wait, but then who am I? Like if I'm, I'm not this career or I'm not this person's wife or, or this person that wears this, then who am I? So it becomes a, a very, yeah, an awareness of, wait, my, my thoughts create my reality Wait, what? And so once you can kind of start to just breathe life into the knowing that, and you feel it like, wait, the the world's responding to me. And I know when I think good thoughts, good thoughts continue to come. So that's a spiritual awakening is little things like that of a book you read really just blasts your mind open and you have all these epiphanies. That's a spiritual awakening. A spiritual awakening is, yeah, when you wake up one day and you look around and think, oh crap this is not the life that I meant to have right now. Whoops. That's a spiritual awakening. Or if you're going down that hustle zone in your business or your life and you wake up one day and you're like, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. Spiritual awakening. So it comes in all these ways. It it doesn't come like with your guides being like, hello, Susie, you're awake now. <laughs> like, <laughs> It doesn't happen. And some people don't ever hear or, or see visions because that's just, it's not for them. And so it's each person gets to have their own little golden box of what their unique spiritual awakening looks like. And you just know. And when you question it, that's when the ego is getting involved. That's when you just breathe into it and you're like, 
okay, I'm feeling different. Therefore, I'm having a spiritual awakening. Like it's that simple, yet we try to make it harder than it is. Mm. So good. I'm so glad you explained it that way. It's funny. I was getting an image of like, you know, when you're fresh out of the shower and you're still really hot and it's like humid out and you're trying to put on those like cute latexy workout (laughs) pants and you literally can't get them up. Like that's how it feels when you're like, yes, I literally cannot make this old life fit. Um, Yeah. And something else, I feel like I'm getting like these these epiphanies while talking to you as well. I, I feel like it's like when you you have, uh, we have all of these yeses in us, but we don't know what the, like the question is. I think I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's, it's like an awakening is almost like, you're like, wow, I internally knew this, but I never knew I knew this. And like it's a full body agree, like agreeance with what you are reading. And it could be one sentence that you've never heard this idea before, but the idea has always been a yes to you, but you've never heard someone say it. And you're like, oh, that's always been a yes for me. I've just yes. never asked the right question. It's so interesting. It's it's like, a, I call it a re-membering, a remembering. Mm-hmm. When you're just like, oh, oh, I knew that. Yes. Like when you read a sentence in a book and you're just, your mind is like, have I read this book before? Um, and it's just a remembering. The illusions mm-hmm. dissolve and you come back home. Yeah. So it just makes so much sense. Like all yes. of a sudden things yeah. are made. That's what it is. All of a sudden things yes. are making sense. It's just yes. in, in like the control feels so, you feel so connected and more in control. So mm-hmm. wow. Love, love, love. Yeah. We, I could go down that rabbit hole forever, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about chakras one of these days. No, we have been. This is all a part of it, you guys. Literally all a part of it. So let's start at the root because yep. I, I really feel like this was really eye-opening for me just to even be aware and to, to like play with it and try on some ideas around what could potentially be blocked. And what was really powerful for me was to learn what was what was like very in tune and open for me because, you know, it, it's kind of cool to also focus on on your strengths as well as what's blocked. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah, so your your root chakra is all about being grounded. It's grounded in who you are, grounded in your purpose, grounded in your financial abundance. So this mm-hmm. is a lot of money blocks down there as well. Um, but it's like it's a tree. It's it's you're you're just rooted in your knowing and your truth. And I'll give some examples of what an overactive one looks like and what an underactive because it goes the wheel goes both ways, pun intended. Um, <laughs> the wheel goes both ways. So an over chakra, overactive is when you're almost too grounded. Like you you know who you are, but you don't take action. And you're just like, I'm really comfortable mm. with my life. I'm very safe with where I'm at right now. So I'm good. I'm just going to let this tree sit here and have all the birds all over it and never move. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are raising their hands. I'm like, yep, nope, been there. We've all been there. So we all at some point or the other have an overactive and underactive. They're never perfect ever. That's the goal of life is to get them perfect. Underactive is then when you're you're very lofty, you're very floaty, you're you're searching for someone to fix you. You're searching for how to make more money. You're searching for the answer from someone else. You're you're yeah, just you're floaty is a great analogy for that. Of you know deep down your truth and your foundation, but because of maybe an unstable childhood, you maybe moved around a lot, had an abusive parent. You'd rather just keep going and going and going and going. It's like a vagabonder searching for their truth, Mm. uh, avoiding doing that inner work. So that's an overactive. And then a balanced one, yeah, you're just, you're chilling. You're like, I feel really good at my purpose, but I'm a moving tree. You want to be a grounded moving tree is your root chakra. One of the most important things that you can have is self-awareness. And I am very aware that in order for me to get through something challenging, I have to talk about it. That's why if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, it's okay because you're a human being just like me. And there's a whole lot to be anxious about pretty much 24-7 right now with all of the different news and all the things going on. We need to take care of our mental health and work through our emotions. And that's why if you don't have a licensed therapist, because maybe you view it as too expensive. Talkspace truly has therapy that is completely within your budget. With Talkspace, you can sign up online or download the app and start therapy that same day 
with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Depending on the plan you choose, you can message and schedule live video sessions with your therapist and you'll pay the same amount every single month. So it's easy to budget. It's affordable and it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Talking to my friends is so different from talking to a licensed therapist who has the expertise and knowledge to give me practical guidance. And Talkspace gives us the support we need at an affordable price. So as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with licensed therapists today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code Lori, L-O-R-I, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Lori and Talkspace.com. So if you don't use meditation as a coping mechanism for stress, I'm telling you, you're missing out on one of the best ways to help yourself get focused and relieve stress. Because I know for a lot of people, just the thought of meditation can stress people out because they're like, how do I even do this? Oh my God, I can't picture myself sitting here forever trying to get peaceful. It sounds like the worst thing ever. But let me tell you, there are so many amazing ways that you can be meditating. And Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Headspace is... The one and only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. And I use this one all the time. You guys, it's just three minutes. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. They have 25 published studies on its benefits and over 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. That is saying something about them. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace's meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash happy. That's headspace.com slash happy for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash happy today. Mm, so good. I can definitely think of times in my life when I have been <laughs> both and just when you're in different places in your life, right? Yes. Like I'm in a different place in my life right now where I have to keep on saying like, Lori, you can do this, check in and and stop like yes. searching for someone to help you right now. Like just if you, <laughs> it, I think a, a great question for that. And I want to um, ask you like for you where, where this was in your life, but a great question for me to ask myself when I can tell I'm like wanting someone to come and save me from an answer. <laughs> I think I don't know because it's so new is I'm just like, okay, if, if I knew if I thought that I knew, what would I do right now? Like if I even had a hint at thinking that I knew, what would I do right now? And it's like, okay, you actually know, just do something, even if it's the wrong answer. And that's been really huge for me. So Absolutely. for you, which one are you leaning more towards right now? Are you like, are you feeling really balanced or, or yeah. where are you at? A great question. Yeah. Right now I'm feeling very balanced. I've got uh, kind of just some some beautiful goals in place. I'm more in alignment than I ever have been with my mission, with my purpose, with my teaching. Yeah, I'm feeling very, very balanced right now. Um, if you were to ask me back in February when I went through a whole nother level of a spiritual awakening, I would have been like, yep, nope, we are a hot mess down there. And it is not, is very underactive. I was very floaty because I wasn't I was that we've all been here where you know your gifts are very powerful and you're capable of big things, but you're like, I just want to keep doing my old thing because mm, that's comfortable. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, that was me in February. And I had a big two by four um, in mm. the face and my guides were like, Hey, Taylor, it's time. You're ready. And I stepped into my power. So just, just to break that down, like, so your life was feeling like very 
comfortable. And yes. if you stay there, because I think a lot of people could be feeling that right way right yeah. now, but actually it's it's kind of the most uncomfortable place because you're yeah. like, yeah, it's so cozy, but there's something that is like eating you alive, um, mm-hmm. your purpose. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and what, what do you mean? Like you got a two by four, like what? Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me. Yep. Yep. It, it's, it was a, I think it was like an eight by 10. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, like, it was a, it was a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Bali and I had just wrapped up, um, my, a Bali retreat I did over there, a, a seven day experience is what I call them. And it was really my first time owning my, my gifts. I'm a gifted energy healer and I hadn't known that prior, but I let it really just like, I let, I let the flag fly during Mm -hmm. that week and it truly transformed people's lives. Like it was kind of very wild to be like, Oh, Oh wow. We did this. And you let your, your energy do it. And and I saw these results these women were having in this short period of time. And so they went home and I had a couple of days at, in Bali by myself just to kind of integrate and, and just spend time alone. And I woke up one morning and I had two clients who were totally out of alignment with me say, hey, I, I, we're done. You know, I, I feel good. I'm going to spread my wings. And they were attached to my old identity. And so I was like, oh, wait, what's happening? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, wait. And I felt very like, oh God, is my world crashing down? I just came off this high. What's going on? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And which never happens. And, and so I, I have kind of almost like a, an anxiety attack. And I like you, Lori, I suffered with anxiety for a, quite a long time. And okay, it's not an anxiety attack. What is happening mm-hmm. right now? And then I, I had a healer come over and he channeled a bunch of things that I already knew as we always do. And it was me, my ego clinging. It was ego death. My, I was holding on, grasping on to this old identity of just being a money mindset coach, which, which is great, but that was that served me. But I was holding on to it because that was who I was. And who am I if I'm not a, a money mindset coach? And I had a full breakdown crying and then fully accepted. I was like, okay, like the, the healer was like, hey, you know, you're like really gifted, right? I'm like, no, I don't. What are you talking about? And so I had to just put my ego aside, who was just trying to protect me from this next level and just dive into the deep end and like bathe in my mission and my purpose, even if it was terrifying. Mm. And that's when I allowed myself to be that tree and to own the gifts and to remember my mission and my purpose and the impact I want to make will only be as great as how I show up for myself. And so I had to make the agreement of, okay, like it's time to own this new level, get rooted in it and and love it and appreciate it. Mm, so good. You're you're mm. like really opening a lot up for me with uh, conversation wise for people right now. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. like just dive in with you. Yeah. Um you know, I think that so many people don't realize that and and I love the I love that you know that you are a gifted healer. And I I want to invite people into this conversation mm. by saying, you know, I actually think that we are all really gifted healers, whether it's yes. through an art, whether it's through maybe you have a pottery business, um maybe you have, you know, maybe you help people with their clothing and fashion. Maybe you help people. um, Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you are, you know, that person who's just getting into money mindset or whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. Like, I think that we are all (laughs) always trying to completely absorb our like ever changing identities. (laughs) And when we show up in that, that's when we truly can heal people. And that's when we heal. And I think that that is just like, you know, exactly what you said. So I kind of want to dig in there for one second, because I'm obsessed with this topic of, you know, I have watched throughout all of my pivots of kind of like, oh my God, wait, I'm not that Lori anymore. Like I absolutely can't get those latex pants on anymore. Um, very disappointing because they were cute. <laughs> but it's like, I I can't like, wow, I'm changing and I feel it. And the change is so drastic that I know I'm going to shock people and I know I'm going to disappoint people. Yep. So it's like that disappointment because they are attached to that other identity, just like you said. And a yeah. lot of times those people leave in a big huff and it feels like shit. 
So let's go there because I <laughs> oh, feel yeah, like let's. we're going to go to the next chakra <laughs> soon. But this is so important because <sighs> I do feel like um, it's it's just, this is what keeps us from changing is the fear of disappointing the people that maybe are closest to us or mm. those clients or those like, it, it shakes you to your core and it makes you question who you are and your integrity and what your beliefs are. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important is because it does make you get more firm in your beliefs. So tell me more. Let's just dive in a little oh my bit God. more to that. Oh my God, Lori, all the things. I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm like, yeah, 100%. And so this story, this, I've got a very vulnerable real life uh, example to just, re, just to help people remember what might happen and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so I am, um, I'm a very polarizing person. So when I, I, when I pivot, when I own my gifts, I, I just go in and I share that and you know, you know me and, and that can be scary for some people because I'm just a mirror for them. That's all that is. You, the listener, you're just a mirror for other people, it, it, whether it's a good or a bad mirror, air quote, it's all neutral. And so when I pivoted originally for my very first business, um, years ago, fitness into mindset, I, Oh my gosh, I got so much backlash, lost thousands of followers. I like to say released thousands of followers. And <laughs> they just free. weren't ready. Yeah. Bye. Like, bye, little birds. You'll be back if you re- if you're ready. And so here's the irony. I I because I just was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dance around it anymore. I it's exhausting. We've all done the dance of trying to like please everyone. And it just mm-hmm. it doesn't do anyone any good. And I really believe that one of my missions is to be that mirror, to be that trigger to help people see what they're capable of, even if it's like ripping the bandaid off and owning your gifts. And you're right, Lori, every human is a healer. Every single human is a healer. But some people aren't ready to own that yet, mm-hmm. especially when they see other someone else. So I do my mindset. I go all in. I change my handle. I mean, full force, new website, all of it, like deleted fitness life. And... <laughs> And like control, alt, delete. Yep. And with love and compassion, right? Grateful for that time in my life. And, and so a couple of years later, right? I, I, people will come back and they DM me and they're like, hey, Taylor, I just want to reach out and share with you. Let's, hundreds of people did this within a year of the first year of like, I, I followed you because I was like, who is she to talk about this stuff? Like she's just a fitness person. And then I went through my own awakening and realized, oh, Taylor was just a mirror for me. Mm. Noted. I'm back. And so much that real time, um, I, my mastermind, we just wrapped up our last call for the 2020 mastermind. And one of the girls who's in it, in last call, we were talking about fear and they're going to go spread their wings. They're, they're making impacts and just talking about any leftover fears before they before we complete the, uh, the soul contract. And she shares, she goes, yeah. So there were so many times I wanted to unfollow you mm-hmm. since your fitness days, but I didn't. Like, I just was like, okay, she's teaching me something. She's teaching me something. I don't know what, because I am like so annoyed by her. And then look at her now, right? She invested in the most highest ticket item I have because she then realized, oh, oh, okay. She's just doing what she's meant to do. Therefore, I'm I'm seeing myself in her and avoiding going all in on my purpose out of fear of the rejection that I know Taylor is getting of people leaving. Because I shared it. I was like, during my, I'm very open and I was verbally sharing on my stories. And yeah, so it's just, it's owning it and knowing that it's a part of the the cycle of your life is that people are not going to be in alignment, but as long as you're in your purpose, it's all going to work out, which means the more grounded you are, the more balanced your root chakra is, the more good comes to your life because it's in that higher energy, that higher frequency. Oh man. Okay. So I was on my run having a discussion with someone who's really close to me and they are really struggling. And I'm actually, you know, when you're struggling with them because they're not seeing it yet, but you're like trying to be super chill in your conversation when you're like, (laughs) why can't you see that you need to just let go of this person? Um, So I was trying to play it cool. And I was like, okay, why don't you let's, let's, here's what I was journaling on this morning. Here's a question (laughs) that maybe you could use for this. Um, And this is always really clarifying for me. It's like what I always ask myself this question, what am I pretending not to know? And I feel like that is like one of the best root questions you can ask. Oh, absolutely. Like it's, 
it gets to the point. And immediately when you ask that question, I love that, Lori, it, you get the voice or the feeling. It doesn't necessarily have to be a voice. And it's just like, oh, yep, that's that's what I'm avoiding. Note it. Yeah. Let, me lean it let me lean into it with compassion, love, and curiosity. Oh, I, my first voice when I ask that question is always like, oh, shit. I know. Always, always. You're like, all right, here we go. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to have that conversation. No, I just want to have a good day today. It's so true. It's so true. But then it's so uncomfortable. So you got to just go, you got to eventually go for it and tear the bandaid off. Oh my God. Okay. Absolutely. Let's go up. Let's go up. What's the next? Yes. Uh, yes. So the next one is your sacral. And this is located right between under your belly button and above your pelvis. So this is, these are your womb space. This is your creatrix, your cervix. And this is where both people think it's just your sexuality and sexual trauma. It's also your creativity because sexual energy is creative life force energy. Mm-hmm. And I love to give the analogy of, so you can visualize someone who has, as women, we can visualize this pretty pretty easily, a balanced um, sacral. She's very like in her feminine, but she's creative and she flows and whatever that looks like to you. Maybe she's got long hair or short hair and maybe she's a flowy dress, but it's not that she flows and just floaty. She flows from a sense of confidence from a sense of purpose. And she is truly on a mission to make an impact through her art, whether that's her art through coaching, through writing, through singing, through being a a mom, a teacher, it doesn't matter. But she's just in it and she's flowing and she's trusting. It's almost like she's just making love with the world and in this state of bliss because she trusts her guidance, because her our womb holds so much wisdom, which is a whole nother topic, uh, <laughs> but it holds so much, so much wisdom around our purpose, our creativity and our sexuality. In, in sex is, you know, media and, and all of that and just the world has really construed what sex is and what sexuality is and made it this, you know, as religion, people who grew up in a religious household, I'm sure you and I are very familiar on that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of listeners too, I'm sure grew up in that. And so an overactive sacral is someone who is, I don't like, I'm careful with the use the, the term over-sexual because I don't believe in that, but it's over-sexual from a place of neediness, from mm-hmm. a place of manipulate, manipulating men or women, which regardless, but from a place of, I need this for attention. I need this to feel validated. I need this to feel loved. And it really comes from, they didn't get the, the physical affection. Most I see most of the time with clients, they didn't get physical attention from either their parents. Maybe their parents were, were toxic or they just gave them affection with their words, but they never got a hug when they were hurt. They, they were always craving that. And so now they, they, take it out through other modalities. And that can also be taken out through yeah, addiction to sex, addiction to food as well. Same thing that's overactive. And then an underactive um, is, is someone who complete opposite, right? That's a lot of sexual trauma. Therefore, sex hurts. They don't have sex. Uh, they have sex out of obligation. And then it comes to creativity, they they're the people that are like, I'm just not, I'm not creative. I'm just not creative. Everyone's creative. It's just that they have maybe some perfectionism blocks. Maybe their their mom or dad held them to really high expectations and they colored outside the line quite literally as a child and they get reprimanded and, and punished for it by their teacher even so. And so that they turned it into, I'm just not creative which is just a mask for, I don't want to be have shame for mm-hmm. coming outside the lines. And so the goal of a sacral is, is really owning your sexuality. Women are powerful. And my husband's the first to admit that we are like the most powerful creatures beyond men and then mm-hmm. some. We are, we, we create life in our body. And so when we start to uncover the sexual trauma, which so many women deal with, um, and Laura, I was just telling you before we hopped on, it was I was having a conversation with one of my clients. She healed her PCOS through the sacral work we were doing. It all, all symptoms gone within a few, a few days, like that quick, because the, the wheel was so blocked for her due to growing up in a, a very religious household where sex was shameful and dirty and, and all of that. And she unblocked it and let that energy, that life force come through. And 
another client was sharing on one of our, our group calls that she dealt with yeast infections her entire life up until she started doing her chakra work. Guess what? Yeast infections are gone because she, all that. So women, this is something that we do deal with most of the time and we get to start leaning into because the moment we balance out and clear all of that trauma, which takes time, we've, you know, sexual trauma is heavy, heavy stuff. Um, So I always recommend doing it with someone because it can be hard to unpack. But once you do, you realize it's safe to be in your body. It's safe to show your creativity, even if it's a stick figure, raising my hand, even if it's just finger painting, raising my hand. Mm -hmm. It's allowing yourself to just let the creative juices flow and that's when you're in this state of creativity, of, of aligned, divine sex with your partner or pleasure with yourself, you are a true, clear channel. And that's when you actually, whole other topic, can manifest really quickly. Um, you, you literally can just tap into your future self because time is an illusion. It's, it's all relative. And pull your desires closer to you when you're in an aligned sexual state. It's sex magic is the term for it. And so it's a really juicy place to be, but it's one that I know a lot of women struggle with, but they, they get to unpack when they're ready to unpack. Oh, it's so good. I mean, there's, there's so much. <laughs> it's funny because we, sometimes when we hear the word, you know, um, or, or just like, how do we get more into our sexuality? Some people think like more sex and oh my God, that yes. just more shame. really like, it's, there's so many layers to that, that it's not, it, it, it is about that. And it's not at all. Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting. So if people are just like, how do I even, you know, what would you say if, if people are like, how would I even start? Like, what do I even know? I know it's something around that, but there's so much shame. I don't even know where to start looking. Oh, such an amazing question. And it, it is, it's very overwhelming. Once you realize I'm raising my hand, that's totally me either or overactive or underactive one, just compassion and patience Mm -hmm. immediately. Like just set the foundation of, okay, right here, right now, moving forward, as I'm holding this basket of a lot of heavy shit, compassion, Mm -hmm. compassion and patience. And so then moving into, I like to take people through kind of like a, a childhood timeline. So starting at the age of six, and again, please I'd recommend an accountability partner, someone you trust to walk you through this because it, it can get very, very overwhelming. Um, starting with age six, typically, and then about nine, 14, 17, 22, 26, and then your current age. And one, one age for like two weeks, sit in this and just unpack everything that happened in that age that, that doesn't feel good to you. And, and lean into it. And you can go through, you know, there's a technique I, I take people through. It's, it's remembering the moment, whether that's just a comment you got. For me, I know one of my, my vulnerability moment, um, one of mine was when my, my boobs started growing and my dad was like, oh, your boobs are growing. And I was like, oh God, why are you looking at my boobs? Like, this is uncomfortable. Therefore, I, I then had this weird shame, ickiness, like, oh, my dad was looking at my boobs. A lot of shame around that. Um, and, and I'm sure we've all had those. And so going through each each comment you received, each physical interaction, this is where it can get heavy. And that's why, again, I can't say enough, have someone, a friend, a sister, someone you trust. And go through each of them, honor them, go back to yourself at that time, give her love, give her compassion, um, forgive her, for, forgive your current self for maybe putting her in a box and having shame on her at that time frame. We do that a lot. We put our past self in this locked box because we have shame. We have like, ew, like, I can't believe you let that happen. You're dirty. No, no, bring her out of the box. Love her. Forgive yourself in the present moment for forgetting about her. And then we go to the person and we look at them with compassion, which I know can be really hard, but there's science behind it that forgiveness can heal so much, like everything. So compassion to that person of, oh, wow, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. And, and other people are trying to best with what they could. Me, I, I grew up with a mom who taught me nothing about my period. So when I got my period, I was just like, oh, this is dirty. I'm My yoni is dirty, was the story, right? My period is gross, which turned into a whole nother cycle of that. And so I had compassion for her because she didn't know any different. Her mom didn't teach her about our cycles. And so when we learn to have compassion for people, even the really heavy stuff that hurt people or uneducated people are just 
taking out their own hurt on you or uneducated beliefs on you, which is just how humans work. And then forgiveness. And that's just kind of, that's a little bit of a cycle you can start to go through, but obviously that process takes some time and unpacking, but that's the 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 gist of how to how to go through that. Um, and then when it comes to if you're with a partner, your husband or your wife is communicating with them what you're going through. Another vulnerability, because I, I really love this topic when people are just like, hey, I have sexual issues. Here, here's what they are. And so one of mine that I recently began unpacking just a few months ago is I had this thing where I felt abandoned after having sex by my, with my own husband, if he just got like got up right and was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go make my breakfast or whatever, and I and I kept feeling shame and like, wait a minute, why am I feeling bad? And it was because my overactive sacral in college was doing it to manipulate men, and of course, I would just get up and leave. And so I communicated with him, hey, this came up. And I would love to bring up a conversation around some of the old stories that I still have that's in my womb because we we carry sexual experiences in our womb from other people for up to eight years, their energy in our womb for up to eight years. And so I had he worked with me that on that and we worked on the system to make sure I healed that. So it's communication, it's unpacking, it's the compassion, the compassion and patience for yourself. Oh God, so important. And I, and I think it's just a, a conversation that's probably so relieving, like even just knowing how many people deal with it and that there yeah. is a way to deal with it um, is actually, you know, I think one of the most just like encouraging things mm-hmm. because I, I haven't talked to any of my friends who don't have some <laughs> sort of trauma or shame around something that is actually affecting their relationships and marriage. And just absolutely themselves as a partner, as a, as a woman, as a person. Yeah, yeah definitely a lot of, you know, I, I feel like I could continue to heal. <laughs> we, all of us. And we will like that. Yes. We're, it's our womb that we'll never get to a place where like, oh yeah, I'm like perfectly lined, tantra sex and creativity <laughs> and, and finger painting galore. It's, <laughs> that's the right, like, that's the goal is to get there. So have, just like the RV, have fun along the way versus making it even more traumatizing. Have curiosity with the unpacking, knowing it's never going to be perfect and that's okay. Oh my gosh. So good. Taylor, we're not going to make it through the rest of these. So what I'm going <laughs> to do, if you guys want to learn more about it, you can head on over and um, talk to Taylor about this and probably look at some of your stuff. Do you have any um, other places that you talk about this? Yeah. So just come and find me on Instagram. I, I love um, connecting. And so it's, I am Taylor Simpson, super easy. I've got um, a program called Ascend where it literally takes you up through each chakra and really balances them out. So we we take each of those and then the other five and, and dive deep and uncover. Um, so it's Ascend and then pod, my podcast, A Tailored Adventure to Happiness, which Lori's been on. And I, I talk, I bring up stuff around chakras as well there. So yeah, come shoot me a DM and I can help guide you to to different resources to support you. Amazing. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm I'm actually obsessed that we only got through two. I I love it. (laughs) I am. I'm like, clearly those were the two that everybody needed today. Um, I know that I did. So I'm so grateful for you, Taylor. Um, Is there anything that is last on your heart that you want to share with the audience? Oh, such a beautiful question. And I, I want to anchor in, we were, we were truly only meant to do the root and sacral. And I love that because it's what women need the most right now in time of uncertainty and overwhelm and unsafety and confusion. So it was just divinely, divine Lori that we hit those two. Um, so yeah, what's coming through is, is understand that no matter what your current mission and purpose is, whether that's a mom, whether that's a coach, a mentor, a teacher, it doesn't matter, a corporate leader, boss babe, is make it your responsibility to do this type of deep, heavy, uncomfortable, icky work. Because the more you commit to doing this type of work, even when it's not like rainbows and unicorns, which the goal is for rainbows and unicorns, you actually become a better wife, a better friend, a better sister, a better mentor, teacher, leader, boss, entrepreneur. It will affect 
every area of your life. And I just see people overlook it so quickly. So I just want to leave encouraging words to be excited about this kind of work and and make it your responsibility so you can heal yourself and you can help heal everyone else around you, including the collective consciousness that is the world. Oh, Taylor, you're amazing. I always learn so much from you. I'm so grateful for you. You guys definitely go find, follow her. Check out her course too, if that was just really eye-opening for you or you're like, wow, I think that I uh, need to do some womb healing. (laughs) And also, um, you guys, make sure that you tag Taylor on Instagram when this podcast comes out. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. We always want to know who is listening. Um, And I think it's always one of the biggest gifts that you can give a guest is to let them know what you learned from them or what came up or what was a big aha moment. So make sure you take Taylor, take myself. And you guys know that I love to um, chat with you and share your stories. So until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network, and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton, and it's going to remind you that you are built 
for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.